Welcome to Solation Radio with Sharon Maureen on Lift Your Spirits Radio. I will be your host every third Friday of the month on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle, inspiring you to thrive from the inside out. And I am overly grateful to be here this morning and I get to be with a a new youngin, a young person <laughs> I'm looking over. He looks so young and handsome, and his name is Nathan. He's going to be sharing the show, running the whole gig, really. He could shut me off in a moment if he wanted to. <laughs> well, it's great to be here, Sharon. And saying youngin, I mean, it's not going to be much longer that you're going to be saying something like that to me because I just celebrated a new decade Which a one? couple of weeks ago, the big three zero. Well, see, you are young, and you're in the first, <laughs> what I call the first chapter of life. I've got a second chapter of life, Mm -hmm. and today I am going to be talking to women in their third chapter of life, and I was looking for a while for a word besides midlife or aging or what what is a word, and the word that I heard, the phrase, was the third chapter of life, and I originally heard it from Carol Burnett, and I think she heard it from Jane Fonda. Mm. And I just think it describes, because the third chapter is not definitive of age per se, but more of action and idea and the things that naturally uh, transpire in a woman's life as uh, she ages and things that happen in her body and mind and soul that call for a revolution, a transformation in her life so that she can continue to live the life fully and truly fulfilled with a sense of uh, peace and a um, ease. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today. I'm by myself today again and keep stretching myself a little bit. It's always a little nerve-wracking to think that I'm going to be filling this time with my words, and I consider it an honor and a high responsibility. Especially with that little cold morning out there, that stretching is even more <laughs> important. You know, we're used to waking up, or maybe for you coming in here and it being nice and sunny and you're bright and ready to go. Yes. A little bit different this time around, it isn't is, it? Yes, as we move into but We're going to have a lot of fun here we on the are. show. And it, we're moving into that, that time, that cuddle in time where. You know, it gets darker, and and it calls for sometimes a time of more reflection. We slow down a little bit because ice, rains, and and various elements keep us inside more. So as I am here today, I want to be sharing with you what I call my solation solution. And it's uh, an intuitively designed uh, coaching system. Um, that I've come up with, and you know, I've been an herbalist for decades, and I've been passionate about health and wellness for that long and more. And I've also continued to evolve where I've added to my skill set so I can serve women in a more holistic way, not just with herbs and supplements, but also nutrition, mindset, certified in hypnosis, and I've just got a lot of um, experience, and I've invested in myself so that I can, in turn, give to other women, and this program is part of that, and as I said, it's a program that's 
um, can be used for any woman, but my focus right now is on women that are in their uh, third chapter of life, and they're finding themselves lacking vitality. Their confidence is waning because sometimes that's what age brings to us. Uh, We might not be, quote-unquote, a spry. We notice the gentle signs of aging, uh, things that we once had tolerance for we no longer do. We begin to rethink our spiritual life, and at the same time, we're going at lightning-fast speed. Some of us are what they call sandwich generation, where they have aging parents and a career and children. Some women in this stage are launching children and becoming instant, uh, what they call empty nesters. Some of them have ended long-time relationships, and some have gained new relationships. Some have altered their career because of COVID, and some are having to alter their careers because of the economy. Some have been given given opportunities to excel in their career and design their own career. So there's just such a broad spectrum. So the first thing that I want to talk about today is just finding a a rhythm of life, what I call the routine revolution. And how does a routine differ from a tight schedule? And I think when we're younger, and probably you, Nathan, as you run this radio show, younger uh, people and starting out careers, they're very driven by uh, a schedule. You know, 9.15, we got to start this show at 8.04, and then our break is at 8.10, and then whatever, this tight, tight schedule. And our tolerance as we age for that type of lifestyle begins to not only wane, but also we begin to reconsider why do we drive ourselves so hard and put so much pressure. So when I I really encourage women in this stage of life to think of life more as a rhythm, a routine. And yes, we have hard lines, like you might have to be at work by nine, but begin to Think and dream about how you can be flexible within the system that you're in. Um, I know oftentimes people schedule back to back to back to back. And it's so helpful to give yourself a little space to breathe, to reset. And I know sometimes people have said, but I won't, I won't make as much money or my boss won't allow it. And I gently challenge him. If you're going to be a happier, more productive, peaceful employee, taking five minutes or 15 minutes between clients so that you can regroup and um, re-establish yourself so you can be the most effective you without that constant stress, I bet your boss would go for it. And honestly, I don't know that he would ever know because your productivity would probably rise and he'd wonder what you're doing. And you could say, well, I've re-looked at my life. I've uh, found out the importance of being gentle and kind to myself, to not driving myself, to grounding myself so that I can tap that inner source of strength and wisdom and serve 
whoever I'm serving in the moment in a more effective way. As I was preparing for this um, radio show, I came across many studies about when we have a rhythm, a schedule, and I'm going to use that word schedule lightly, that we are happier people. When we're driven by the tyranny of the urgent, it's almost like getting smacked in the right cheek and then smacked in the left cheek and and we lose our equilibrium and we find ourselves responding just um, unmindfully, really, and just whatever happens to be calling for us. Um, And then we end up just a little bit scattered and anxiety rises And it's important to really develop in our lives rhythms and routines that also incorporate systems so that when things maybe get out of balance or a little bit off kilter, we're able to continue on with a sense of ease. I know I, as an entrepreneur, a life coach, a business owner, uh, a mother of nine children, all of them adults now, but still I'm very involved in their lives. And and life just happens. And I have learned that with the systems I've put in place, it's like a little domino. You push it and all of a sudden, all the dominoes gently fall and life continues on. But when you make all life and all things dependent upon you, you're going to end up burning yourself out, robbing yourself of joy, and really denying your own sense of well-being. So I really encourage people to, women in, in career especially, to be sure you have a rhythm and look at blocks of time, not 15-minute increments. And within that block of time, you may be able to have certain goals. During this block of time, I want to clean, uh, get my email cleaned out. I want to write uh, some correspondence. And I want to be sure to take five minutes to do a, a meditation. And let that rhythm flow within a block of time and not tight increments. So I really encourage you to uh, look at your schedule reframe it as a routine and rhythm. And uh, if you need support in that area, you need some accountability in that area, you know, that's what life coaches are for. They're there to keep you moving forward and helping you achieve all that you wish and desire in your life. Um, I also want to talk to you a little bit about the next system And it's what I call the metabolic mood master, (laughs) a mouthful, metabolic mood master. So not only do we need to have a routine, that routine needs to include exercise and nutrition. Now, busy career women are very, very famous for neglecting their true nutritional needs. They might grab something, snack on something, uh, grab some uh, empty coffee in the morning, and they avoid exercise or they're not exercising in the 
correct way to really boost their mood and their metabolism. And many women in the third chapter of life, they complain about visceral fat, about low energy, and yet they are not doing the basics to make those things disappear and experience strength and lifted mood. There was, um, again, several studies talking about mood and exercise, and not just exercise, but strength training. They're calling muscle the third endocrine system, the second endocrine system. It's It actually affects um, brain chemistry. It actually affects heart health. It makes your mood so much better, and probably for several reasons. You know, not only are you getting stronger, you tend to uh, look at your body and feel more confident. And so engaging in strength training, in my judgment, is vital. And I talk to many women that they may do some yoga. I hear a lot of women say, well, I walk every day, which are all beautiful things. But in my experience, and with the hundreds of women that I've worked with, when they begin to incorporate even a few minutes I, I ask them to do at least eight minutes, just eight minutes to start. And they begin to see that they feel so much better in their, in their mind. They release endorphins, which are natural mood lifters. And they also move through menopause and into postmenopause stronger. They have that muscle mass. And when you're strong... Um, it's harder to, for lack of a better phrase, knock you down. I mean, your immune system's stronger. So I really encourage you, if you're not, to get going uh, on some sort of strength training. And you don't have to be busting your ass all day in and day out. It can be 10 minutes. So I trust that you will look at that and make sure it becomes a part of your life. And I also encourage you to, to attach it to something like... If you do walk, then do strength training before or after. And then nourishing ourselves. Of course, we, we've heard about nourishment. I mean, there's all kinds of fad diets, all kinds of programs, and it can be very com- confusing. How does a woman in her third chapter of life nourish herself? And the first guideline I'm going to tell you is to be mindful about it, to take your time to slow down, chew your food, and be aware of what that nourishment is offering your body. We know that nourishing ourselves improves our cognif, cognif, cogn, cognition. Sorry that my stuttering stuck in there. And it helps us think better. When our blood sugars drop, we get a little bit confused. We get disorientated. And when we come back for the break, I'm going to talk just a little bit more about that and then move on through my system. Uh, You've been listening to Solation with Sharon Maureen on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back for more. This earth could be paradise. Hello, 
my name is Sharon Maureen, the owner of Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness in North Bend, Washington. I am a life coach, mentor, and I am the creatrix of the Solation System, looking at nutrition, offering tools, techniques, and routines to help women thrive through challenges and change. I offer decades of expertise as an herbalist, fitness coach, and health enthusiast. I can customize a program uniquely for you, expanding your inner strength, wisdom, and resiliency through small, daily commitments to yourself. Reach out to me today at SharonMarine.com. Join me, Dina Marie, at the Earth Sanctuary on beautiful Woodby Island, Friday, October 27th, 28th, or 29th. Retreat with me individually or bring a friend or family member to relax and experience island time. Your three-hour retreat will include a private healing session with me to align your energy and open you up to receiving all that nature has to offer. We will visit a labyrinth, medicine wheel, and stone circles on 72 acres of Earth Sanctuary's mature old growth forest. Earth Sanctuary combines art and sacred places to create a sanctuary for birds, wildlife, and a peaceful personal spiritual connection. This retreat will definitely lift your spirits and energize you as we move into the darker times of the year. Each time is included and will give you time to savor your experience on Woodby Island. Space is limited and will fill up fast. Reach out to me at dina-marie.com or call 425-350-5448 for more information. Thinking about getting away for a day or an overnight stay? Pristine Pacific Northwest Island Beauty is closer and more affordable than you may think. From unspoiled hills to uncrowded Puget Sound shoreline, from wildlife and stately evergreen forests to bald eagles and blue herons, Whidbey and Camano Islands have it all. They're both located in Puget Sound and are an easy drive from either Seattle or Vancouver, B.C. Both islands are accessible by bridge, and each island is a wonder of nature and scenic beauty to be enjoyed by the entire family. To visit this classic Pacific Northwest experience, visit WhidbeyCamanoIslands.com or like them on Facebook to see all they have to offer. You'll discover that island time is just a short drive away and can be affordably yours this weekend. Whidbey and Camano Islands, the shortest distance to far away. Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. We are here at Solation Radio with Sharon Maureen on Lift Your Spirits. And I love Dina Marie. I'm so thankful that she gave me this opportunity. And uh, I'm so thankful that you've joined me. We've been talking about the Solation Solution. It's a system that I use with my coaching uh, clients to help them thrive from the inside out. And I was talking about the importance of having a routine, the routine revolution, and not something that's always so hard-pressed with hard times, but something maybe cradled in between hard times, something that seems more easeful, something with a little bit more flow, something that allows you to incorporate exercise, the right kind of exercise, like I said, strength training, and one that allows you to nourish 
yourself in a mindful way. Now, that's what I want to talk about a little bit. And I mentioned earlier uh, before the break that there are many different programs. I mean, there's a lot of research on the Mediterranean diet. Uh, There's keto, there's low carb, there's vegan, there's vegan, and there's just so many possibilities. And I believe when we nourish mindfully, our body tells us exactly what we need. But one of the most overlooked issues is nourishing in a way that keeps blood sugars balanced. Uh, Blood sugar fluctuation becomes uh, more rampant in our lives as we move in and through that third chapter of life. Uh, Type 2 diabetes is becoming um, a common household name and a lot of that has to do with nourishing ourselves in the right way and exercising in the right way. I've worked with clients and they've worked with their doctor after they've changed their lifestyle with rhythm and routine, reduced stress, began to nourish themselves and exercise the right way that they no longer had the disease of diabetes. Also, having a routine that includes the proper nutrition and the right exercise is the ultimate act of self-care and it's vital. And remember, your life is your own masterpiece. And you have the power to transform it. Sometimes our limiting beliefs keep us from having the courage to take the next right step for ourselves. And that's all we need to do is muster up the courage to take the next right step. Do the next right thing for yourselves. And implementing the principles that I've been sharing can help you have a greater sense of ease and flow and help you feel balanced and lift your mood. And that word again that I just love, vitality, and feel strong. I met with someone yesterday, <laughs> a gentleman, uh, my, my business coach, and he, he made the comment to me, your, your, uh, your guns are bigger than mine. <laughs> I kind of chuckled, but it didn't happen overnight, and I really don't have that big of guns. But there, I'm a strong woman, and I'm really proud of it, and it's taken me time. And, and I know that uh, my ability to do things is so much more enjoyable because I'm, I, I feel I have the stamina. So I want to move on now and begin to talk to you a little bit about the mind-body connection and the importance of regulating and processing emotions. There are so many studies that talk about emotional regulation and well-being. And I think one of the gifts of the third chapter of life is what we have buried for a long time begins to surface and it calls for our attention. And that attention often has to do with how we perceive our past, the perception we have of how we performed. Sometimes it's about dealing with some regret about perceived mistakes. 
And these things begin to rumble up in us. And sometimes they manifest as guilt and shame. And sometimes we don't even understand. I had a woman come into my shop the other day and she says, I don't know why, but all of a sudden I've developed some anxiety. You know, could it be her diet? Could it be that she's not exercising in the correct way? Or maybe she's over-exercising and really uh, forcing her cortisol levels up, which I see that women get so intent on losing that belly fat that they exercise too hard and nourish improperly, and they are really defeating themselves. But anyway, back to emotions. It's important that we process emotions in a healthy way. Uh, There's a saying that says, emotions buried alive never die. You can't fake emotions, at least not for very long. Women tend to be very, very good at faking being happy for a very long time. They can fake that they've they've got it all together. They can fake that they don't have any needs or deep grief or sorrow. They do a good job until their body won't let them do it anymore. And so it's important to have effective techniques that help you work through Um, Some people choose meditation. Some people just choose a walk. You know, some people um, just decide that they don't feel that way anymore. And they never really did come to an understanding of why they felt that way in the first place. One of the tools that I love to use in my practice is hypnosis. And hypnosis... I mean, it's been likened to a deep meditation, but it is a process that's guided by a practitioner who helps you access pieces of yourself for understanding. And it's not about revisiting trauma. I mean, it certainly can be, but it is more about accessing sources of triggers. And it can be something really, really simple that the revelation under hypnosis causes a revolution and transformation, and you no longer feel captive. I had a client once that um, struggled with her perception of of her body and her weight, and and she couldn't really lose weight. She tried various programs and, um, and just felt some sadness. And she felt a bondage in this body that she felt in some way was betraying her. And what we did under hypnosis was it went back to a time in her life where her mother made a little comment, and the comment doesn't matter, and the comment wasn't mean or hurtful, Maybe, as I recall, it might have been her father. But either way, in that moment, she created a conclusion about who she was as a person and about her body. And she carried that with her through adulthood. And here she was trying to do all the right things, yet her subconscious was the culprit of sabotage. So as we did hypnosis, she visited this place, We established new anchors, 
And when I ran into her um, a while later, she let me know that this is the most easeful way that she was able to come to uh, a healthy weight. She lost 17 pounds, kept it off, and was continuing to lose. But it was undealt with emotion. That was the crux of her weight. And also with this new conclusion, she was able to um, have the uh, strength to make better mindful choices for herself. And so I really encourage you um, to have the vulnerability and the courage to dig deep and deal with emotions. I have uh, several other techniques that I've used over the year, NLP, uh, there's emotional freedom technique, healing codes. There's so many things you can do. But I've come to realize also that having someone facilitate and walk with you through this process is so empowering. It is empowering to have someone to gently guide you, hold some accountability, and cheer you along the way. We're not to, meant to do this alone. And now I want to move into the next phase, which I call soulful activator or solation activator. Now, what I call solation is basically discovering your authentic spiritual expression and developing a heightened intuition, clarity, and soulful alignment for yourself. Many career women that I've worked with come from various religious backgrounds, and they've come to a place in their life where they want a spiritual, soulful expression that feels more free and aligned. Or they've become so busy that they've ignored that burning for more inside. And some are not spiritual per se, but there is definitely something that they recognize that is very mysterious and mystical about this world. And they have not defined it themselves. So to unlock your inner soulful activator, you need to discover what is your authentic spiritual expression. There was a study done that taught, it was called the impact of spirituality on mental health. And so like, even if you're not a believer in God or a supernatural force, there is something within us. And I was camping and I was really seeking to understand how to express this concept without naming it, without naming it God or Mother Earth or Goddess. And what if, which I believe, the truth is written on all people's hearts, that unique expression of our soul, of our expression is unique as each person on this planet. And oftentimes religions and and books are just our attempt to try to explain what is often unexplainable. So when I was camping, I really got this visual 
a practical visual of what I really believe soul to be. So from a scientific perspective, there's the pineal gland. And we know that when we meditate, when we pray, when we set intentions, the pineal gland in our brain lights up. So there's something, they don't really understand why, but it is a portion of the brain that lights up when we participate in these activities. And then in the brain, we have this RAS system. It's called the reticular activating system. And it's a little part of the brain that's in the back. And it is our filtration system. It collects information like the biggest computer in the whole wide world. And when we begin to set intention, when we set goals, when we have desires, when we have dreams, this RAS system begins to filtrate and notice and draw forth something to make that come true. And it is tightly connected to intuition. People, people say, I, I just feel something. And it's also connected to uh, the gut and the heart, which is the third part. Now, the heart, we often thought of it just a muscle. It's a little organ that, you know, beats in our chest. But we now know that it releases chemicals and hormones that literally affect our emotions and our knowing. And it is connected very closely to the gut. So you've heard it, I've got a gut feeling. Well, these three things, the pineal gland, the RAS system, the heart-gut connection, to me, that is what I define as your soul. Now, could there be something supernatural, something divine, something that allows for synchronicity? I did a show on that. You might look in the archives about divine synchronicities. There may be, I believe there is, I believe in, in a higher power, a source, and I know that the truth of that is in my soul, waiting to be expressed uniquely and fully. The mind and body, the soul, they are powerhouses, and when we deal with emotions in a healthy way, when we are vulnerable and willing to look at ourselves and then make decided actions that bring healing, that bring balance and peace and ease, we're going to find our souls becoming more lit up. And this mind-body-soul connection they're not just abstract ideas. They're grounded in empirical research. Effective emotional regulation and the exploration of your authentic spiritual expression are the pillars of your personal development journey. You have the power to create a life of balance, peace, tranquility through emotional regulation and spiritual connection. Nurturing your soul connection You'll discover uh, an expression of yourself that seems so fulfilling and wonderful. And you can unlock heightened intuition and clarity. And remember, you have the power to unlock your mind, 
body powerhouse. You have the ability, and I encourage you to continue to do the work and seek out the support that you need to make these a regular practice in your life. And you've been listening to Solation with Sharon Maureen, and I look forward to sharing a couple more tips with you when we get back from the break. Don't go away. your medical expenses increasing but your health is not improving true health offers unique services where kasara empowers clients with intuition education and proven resources better choices can be made when information is available now's the time to visit truehealth.com that's tru health.com and schedule your appointment to achieve your health goals your body will thank you So are you ready to walk in your own unique journey? Step into freedom with Soul Journey Healer, offering sessions and mentorship experiences that can help you dream up your soul vision and harmonize spiritual awakening with your own frequency. By clearing blocks, dissolving unproductive patterns, and raising your vibration, you can open pathways to expand into a higher version of yourself. Visit souljourneyhealer.com to schedule your free 20-minute discovery session today. Are you interested in natural remedies? Unlock the secrets of herbalism and traditional holistic healing modalities with the 12-month Herbalism Mentorship Program. I will be your mentor, Sharon Maureen. I have been practicing and teaching herbalism for three decades. Dive deep into the world of herbs each month. Learn their history, how herbs support your body, and even make your own remedies. I am also a nutritional consultant and life coach. I will be by your side and you will be mentored, but you will also be supported in healing your own body. Limited spots are available for this transformative journey, so seize the opportunity to deepen your connection to the healing power of herbs. Connect with me at SharonMaureen.com today to secure your spot and start your path to wellness with the Herbalism Mentorship beginning January 2024. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries. You can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. You found us. Maybe you've been guided to listen. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Solation with Sharon Marine on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And this morning, I've been talking about Solation Solution, helping women thrive from the inside out. And I talked about the routine revolution, the importance of creating a routine and a rhythm of your life that you can incorporate all that will keep you strong 
and happy for the long haul. Talked about the metabolic mood master, the importance of using the right kind of exercise and nourishing your body mindfully so that you can have lifted mood, that you can have stamina, that you can be strong and build yourself in confidence. And when it comes to nutrition, especially balancing your blood sugars. And then we talked about um, the importance of the mind-body connection and that if we don't regulate and deal with emotions in a healthy way, it will manifest as dis-ease in our bodies. And then the research that shows that we need some sort of soulful spiritual expression. It doesn't have to look like anybody else's, but it needs to be something that expressed from a very deep down place and that our brain and science are there to facilitate it with the pineal gland, the RAS system of the brain, and then our heart and guts. And all this, those things activate our soul and they free our spirits. And as we move through the system, I want to talk to you about the self-love generator. The more self-love you have, the higher your vibration and the more impactful you will be in the world. And unfortunately, in my judgment, it can't be reverse. You cannot love everyone else authentically and not love yourself. And self-love is the cornerstone of a fulfilling and joyful life. I also use hypnosis to help these women that I work with discover a very sacred place of self-love. It can boost your confidence. It can give you intrinsic motivation. It can help you establish an anchor. So when those, that chatty, sabotage, destructive mind begins to chat, you can go right back to that place that you found within yourself. There's also other things I have my clients do that reinforce who they are, how uniquely wonderful they are as individuals, Um, really tuning into your values and seeing how unique they are, looking at the timeline of your life and seeing all the beautiful things that you have been a part of and even the hard things, how they have given insights. They have helped you develop resilience. They have helped you have fortitude. They have helped you be the very incredible person you are. But oftentimes we have to reframe or look at our past life from a different perspective. And like I said earlier in the show, not from a place of shame and guilt and regret. However, we may have those times and those are part of the emotions we need to work through. But to live in that place, I wish I would have, I should have. 
missing what is right before you to do for yourself and gleaning from the past. See, it's really about you getting rid of mindsets in that mind chatter that tells you otherwise, creating mantras. And that seems really awkward. And really sometimes standing in the mirror and just telling yourself how incredibly wonderful you are. I like to have my students in my fitness classes that I teach uh, stretch their arms by reaching their hand around their back and then patting themselves on the back and telling themselves what an incredible job they've done. We really need to cultivate self-love. Now, I'm not talking about being self-absorbed. Women usually, as a general rule, are not. They're natural nurturers, um, and they do not tend to be self-absorbed. But I do see that even as we move into our third chapter of life, we have not cultivated self-love. And as we cultivate more self-love, we will radiate with confidence. We will feel more fulfilled. We will find some joy. And that's going to spill over. The last thing I want to talk to you about is what I call the dream life creator. Now, we're in a really interesting age where... It used to be the mindset was we're getting going into retirement age. You know, that third chapter is where we get ready to retire. We live to retire and we really become short-sighted in the remaining uh, obligations we have with our career and the possibilities of what could be different Now, I have somebody very, very close to me in my life, and she has been very, very impactful in her state, uh, working for nonprofits, uh, Supreme Court justice, and she is a brilliant woman, and she is retiring. And she's not thinking about retiring to do nothing. She's thinking about in this third chapter of life, What can I do that will bring me another level of fulfillment and be impactful? And of course, she's earned the right to a little bit more travel, um, to do some projects that she loves doing. But she says to me that she's not ready just to sit down and pick up the knitting needles. Now, that might be your passion, and that's great. But, you know, as the saying goes. And so I'm seeing this a lot. Another one of my clients is a beautiful career woman who was given the golden opportunity, even though she's close to retirement, to kind of recreate uh, her job description for the remaining of her career time. And what an honor It was to work with her and help her dream about what could be to ask for what she really wanted and still be impactful for the firm she works for. 
And so it is about that dream life creator. It's, it, it's about getting rid of barriers and, again, limited thinking. It's about dreaming from the heart. I asked a client the other day, just spend some time daydreaming, contemplating about what your ideal life might look like. Um, some people don't like to get really started with their lives before noon. Some are up in time to see the sunset. Some don't like breakfast in the morning and some don't like heavy dinners. Some have ridden on the treadmill of corporate life without speaking into their own wishes and desires, but at the mercy of the declaration of someone else. In the third chapter of life, our tolerance for somebody else telling us what to do and how to do it wanes. We've had enough life experience, and if you're listening to the show, you're probably willing to do the work to become the highest and best version, the most soul-aligned with yourself. And so you have to break through those barriers, those mindsets, those societal expectations. You need to dream big. You know, fear is a big one. One of my favorite songs recently is called Fear is a Liar. And it really is all the things that we are afraid of can sabotage us. And I'm not talking about big black spiders and rattlesnakes. I'm, I'm talking about ideas that we think we could never do. I was thinking about my own life on the way here. I became a Zumba instructor in my 50s. I started hiking in my 50s. I had my first long 40-mile backpacking trip in my 60s. I got certified in hypnosis and life coaching in my 60s. I became a nutrition and wellness consultant with an official title in my 40s. I became a Reiki master in my 40s. I mean, I've always felt like I just want to find more and more pieces that bring me soulfully aligned. And I want to encourage you to do the same. And working with a coach that can help you dream and narrow in and become um, a, a person that dreams big. And so as we come to a close, my hope is that you live a life of ease and flow. Even though life can be really overwhelming and chaotic at times, I am not denying that. And anyone who listens to the news realizes the chaos in the world, but it doesn't have to rob you of peace and joy. Mindfully nourish yourself so that you get and remain strong to boost your metabolism, your mood, your stamina, your confidence. Work through your emotions and give yourself time to feel and process emotionally and to regulate so that you don't end up, end up experiencing disease. Where you live a life where your spirit thrives and yet your soul is activated and you don't feel dry, dry and, and a sense of longing and even loneliness. 
And finally, dream big. Incredible things can happen in your third chapter of life. And you can be happy and fulfilled and continue to impact the world for good. Impacting your family, your grandchildren if they're in the picture, your community. You can do this. You can thrive. You can radiate confidence. You can live a life of ease and flow. And I encourage you, should you need, reach out to me, SharonMaureen.com. And let's see if we're a good fit to work together. I really want to encur- thank you for joining me today. You've been listening to Solation with Sharon Marine on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Join me next month. I have another special topic. And thank you to Eva Stokes for this beautiful music. And come and visit me at Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness in North Bend, Washington. Or go to www.twinpeaksnw.com. We have all kinds of beautiful things there for you. Talk to you next month. We will.